The following is a hoop ball presentation. Hello and welcome to the Hoop Ball DFS Today podcast. I am your host, Mike Patria, joined by the one and only Santino Cocone. We're here to break down this April 15th. It's a wonderful, wonderful Thursday. Got a nice little card on our hand, Santino. Nice little four gamer. Nice little breeze through here. There should be a nice little short guy. We call this the day off, but how are you doing? Doing pretty good, man. Yeah, uh, <laughs> he had a bunch of different nicknames for it, but uh, yeah, it should be a breeze. Four games slate. There's really no injury reports, no um, lines right now. We're we're going into this one blind too. <laughs> blind we are, uh, but we'll uh, we got we'll find the light. We'll find the light somewhere through here. And yeah, we got we got very little information. It's a uh, it's gonna be. You know, maybe one of those ones where, hey, if we don't have a lot of this going into the slate, maybe just take the night off. But still four games. We're going to get some action. But before we jump into it, just a quick shout out to our presenting sponsors over at MyBookie. I can't say enough good things about MyBookie, but they are the number one sports book out there. The only one I give my stamp of approval for. You can play anything that you can imagine over there from classic casino games, from blackjack, poker, to every sports bet between the MLB, NBA, all the good stuff that we have going on right now. Uh, Santino, I know he's over there taking advantage of a lot of their odds boost contests. Uh, he's the guy that always kind of keeps me on, on my toes, him and Dan Bespris. Uh, let me know when there's a good odds boost. You jump over there, head over to my bookie, and on your initial deposit, use that promo code HOOPBALL, H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L, and they'll match it 50% on up to $1,000. So if you put in $1,000, they'll give you $500 for free. That's free money. That's house money, as we say. But... You don't need to deposit a thousand. You can deposit ten dollars, and they'll match it fifty percent and give you five dollars back. So check out my book, you guys. Use that promo code Hoopball. All right, Santino. Seven thirty Eastern Standard Time game. The first of four. Milwaukee Bucks traveling to Atlanta. For the Bucks, no injury report. Second half of a back-to-back for them. Before the Hawks, John Collins, Chris Dunn, DeAndre Hunter, Cam Reddish, Tony Snell, all rolled out. Danilo Gallinari, Trey Young, both questionable. Both sat out the last two games for the Hawks, but you said it. We're flying in here blind, but I think it's uh, I think it's safe to assume that Giannis is probably more doubtful. Um, if anything, you know, just he's been just sitting. So I'll let you take the reins, though. You you start us off with the Bucks. Yeah, and it's 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 a tough one because we don't know about Giannis's status. Uh, he misses this game on Wednesday. I'm with you. I think he probably misses this one too, especially with all the injuries that. The Hawks are dealing with. Uh, they're just going to get this guy right for the playoffs. So, um, in the event that he does play, it'll change up my thought process. But I'm going in with the assumption that he's out, uh, and that means uh, Bobby Portis probably draws another start. Uh, but Drew Holiday becomes the guy to uh, very good matchup with or without Trey Young. Very good matchup, 8400. I like him. Uh, I mean, the wings are depleted too. So, I, if you wanted to take a chance on Middleton. That's a solid option there, too, uh, but I prefer Holiday. Bobby Portis is now near 7K. He was a guy that, knowing that there's no um, Giannis, most likely he's a guy that you can look at. I'm probably not going to go there. I think he's hitting value, 
but the upside isn't great, especially with that near 7K price tag. So I think we can look elsewhere. Um, and I'm probably just looking at Drew Holiday and then seeing what happens on the injury report. Yeah, this is when I miss like uh, Ursan Ilyasova playing for the Bucks. Because anytime, <laughs> anytime Giannis was out, uh, Ursan never got over like 3,500. That was it. It doesn't matter how how long Giannis missed; he would he would be right around like you know, 38 or 35 and great value all the time. But I'm with you. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go to Holiday and Middleton. Uh, I like one. I could even see playing both these guys. I'm expecting big games from both of them. Portis is a little priced out of my range at this point at 6,800. You can still you can still get some shares, but I think you said it well. Uh, the upside's a little bit. You know, it's still there, uh, a little less, um, you know, convincing that he's going to hit that floor every single game at 68. I'm looking for like, you know, 34 to 35, uh, but still, he, he could get it done. Outside of those two guys, you know, DiVincenzo's the the second tier option for me uh, behind Middleton and behind Holiday. I'm also like, you know, for Holiday over Middleton as well. But all three of those guys are in play for me. I'll be looking at all three of them. I'm not going to get too cute here. Uh, it's a four game slate. I think getting exposure to, you know, even two of those guys in this game might not be a bad strategy. But uh, definitely going to look to at least have one of those three. Sliding over the Atlanta side of things, I, you know, uh, a lot of a lot going on, a lot going on. <laughs> We're going to have to watch. It's an understatement. Big, yeah, big news is really just going to be Trey Young and Danilo Gallinari. Both these guys missed the last two. Your guess is as good as mine. At least we know what to kind of expect. I think at this point because they've missed two games in a row. But why don't you talk about the the Hawks for me? Yeah, so I think uh, uh, Gallo is less likely to play than Trey Young uh, for what that's worth at this moment. And with that said, uh, if Trey plays at 91, probably not going to go there. Uh, they would need him to score. I mean, it, when I say that, it's, it's going to depend on Giannis. If Giannis plays, I, I would want to get so a little bit of Trey, Trey Young exposure there. Uh, if not, then I just think they're going to key on him if he does play. and uh, It just makes sense. Um, outside of that, Capella, Solid spot, eight, but eighty nine hundred is a tough price to pay. I don't know how much upside he has on that, uh, but he's. This is a good matchup for him. Uh, but I do like Bogdanovich, assuming Trey Young doesn't play. I mean, we've just been seeing this guy go on a tear lately, uh, and he turns into the number one option by far when there's no one playing alongside of him. He saw forty minutes in the last two games. Uh, he's just hitting value. If Trey Young doesn't play, very good. If he does play. He's a guy that he teeters on if I want to go there because it is a hefty price tag if Trey Young is playing. Um, outside of that, no Trey Young. Brandon Goodwin, he's only 45 still. It's still a pretty solid value for a guy who has back-to-back games of over 32 DraftKings points and 37 minutes on the floor in each game. Uh, 4,500, you're not going to say that a lot. And I would assume uh, if Trey doesn't play, maybe Drew Holiday goes more on Bogdanovich and Goodwin has DiVincenzo. Still a solid defender, but nothing like uh, <laughs> Drew Holiday. And that's probably where I'm at right now in terms of uh, this team, depending on if Trey and Gallo play. then they'll, If both of them play, I just don't expect Gallo to play. If he does play, changes things up a little bit. Uh, I still, I'm not going to look at him if he does play, though. It's it's a scary it's a scary thing in my head when I'm sitting here and I'm listening to you talk and I'm like uh, you know he's he's kind of thinking like me and then I I have to ask myself is that dangerous I'm, am I thinking like Santino um, yeah I'm right there with you though dude I think Trey Young dangerous I'm not, <laughs> I'm, not I'm not playing Trey Young I don't think either way whether he plays or not I think he draws that Drew Holiday defense that's enough for me even if Giannis sits uh, you know I don't need to pinpoint a guy after just missing two games coming in here playing the best perimeter defender in the NBA. 
uh, all, all set with that. Um, you know, maybe the stats aren't showing that this year, but you know, we've seen, I think there was like probably about five or, or six players that, you know, top players, I think Lillard mentioned it being one of them that he is the toughest defender to go against. So I'll, uh, I'll pass with that, but I also do love narratives. And if Trey sits, you know, Bogdanovich, you touched on it. He's going to get all the, he's going to get all the love, all the usage. Uh, we know this team is vulnerable from the three point line and Bogdanovich isn't going to be shy from there. All the recipe. When you said near, uh, narratives i thought you meant that bogdanovich was supposed to be on this team yep, and that's something what I was weird. Oh. Absolutely. Well, you said it and then you went in a completely different oh, yeah. direction well, I, I, to, I was gonna close with that i was gonna close you with doing? that you're just stealing my thunder i mean you know it's just, just you, you had your time to shine i gave you your like 30 seconds feel with the, with the hawks and now you just yeah all right uh yeah the narrative he was supposed to be a buck uh this kind of all fell apart right right at the end and then he ended up on the hawks so uh there is the narrative of kind of showing him this is what you could have had uh, but again, that drew holiday they defense did want him. He, yeah. He didn't yeah. He didn't, so he still wants to show him though. Uh, yeah, it's there. But if he's getting that drew holiday defense, if Trey Young's out, I'm going to be a little cautious. I'm not just going to overload on him, but I do like him a lot outside of him. I'm with you. I think Brandon Goodwin's a great option. And then I've been playing a, a decent amount of Kevin Werder. Uh, I think I can keep going right back to the well. He kind of just flies under the radar and continuously hits that, you know, five X value. Never really crushes it, but he's going to have one of these games where he just shoots great from the field, chips in a little bit more, but it could easily be this matchup. Bucks play pretty fast in pace, too. So I'm expecting this game does not have a game total out now. I would be expecting probably around like the 230-ish range for this one. But you ready to move on to the next one? Let's do it. Golden State Warriors traveling to Cleveland, taking on the Cavs. No injury report for either team. Both on the second ends of back-to-backs. No game totals, no spreads. Put on your uh, put on your flashlight. Are you, was that to me? Yep, but you got to put on your flashlight. We're flying blind, buddy. Come on. Oh my god, I, I kind of got it, and at the same time, I was like, please don't, please say something else, because that's a ugh, that that kind of segue is just a. Oh. But it wasn't um, the best. Segue. I could have been a little <laughs> better. I'll be honest yeah, on that one. The the Warriors are currently playing as we're speaking. They they had a, a late, I believe, nine thirty start. Um, back end of a back-to-back that played OKC in the first one. This one's against Cleveland. Two bottom-of-the-barrel teams. I can see them resting people. Uh, Oubre's already doubtful. Um, they they mentioned that already. He was out for Wednesday, doubtful on this one. Wiseman's already not is not going to be playing. Pascal's been out. They could possibly rest Draymond. They could possibly rest Curry. Uh, but also I was thinking, or my thinking is, they need games to win. And why would you let uh, take a chance on not beating a crappy uh, Cavs team, uh, just like they did with the Thunder? Take the easy wins, and if you're going to take some off, take it off against like uh, a, a good team. Um, so that's my thinking. I think it could go either way, but I'm going to assume that they're all going to be playing in this one. And with that said, uh, if I'm going to pay up for a prime time in investment, I, I like paying up for Curry. There's only two people in that 10K range, but if he's going to play and it's going to be against this Cleveland defense, he's he's a solid pay-up option. Uh, only, like I said, there's only two guys over 9.7, nine, so there's not many people to go spend high on. Uh, and one guy is Giannis, who's probably not even playing. So if you are going to spend up, you know you're getting Curry and you know you're getting a very good matchup uh, against a just not a great Cleveland team. And um, what's a, uh, Sexton missed this game, so... Keep an eye on him and 
Cleveland's on the back end of a back-to-back, like you mentioned. So Allen, Nance, Love, all these guys could possibly miss. Um, outside of Curry, uh, depending on if they do rest people, I'm not really looking at too many people. Maybe Kevin uh, Looney at 3,800 because now he's starting and playing a ton of minutes. Uh, but I'm just not really invested unless like a Curry misses. Then I'll go straight look at uh, Andrew Wiggins and uh, maybe Jordan Poole. Did he, has he scored yet this game? Uh, Looney? Like an actual Looney, point? Not like a drafting point? <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't score in the last one. Uh, as of right now, I'm not sure. If I, I wasn't looking at it. I just love it. to see him go two games in a row. I'll probably still play him either way. Um, I, I think I think you're right. I think that they oh, do. Oh, he has nine play. points, if, uh, and it's early second quarter. What do we got for a score? 49-36. Okay. We're hoping that, that, that Golden State just runs away with this one quick. That's what we're hoping. Uh, that way that, you know, these guys get a fourth quarter rest and then they can play this game. I'm not convinced that they do blow Cleveland out if they if they're fully healthy. Um, you know, like you said, there is the risk with Cleveland being on a back to back and, you know, being without Sexton. I think they run out Sexton tonight. It sounds like he's pretty close to returning and that they're just kind of keeping an eye on it because it is a back to back and they might want to play Sexton, um, you know, being tonight against Golden State. But if they have their backcourt, they have Jared Allen. They could they could very well keep this game fairly competitive, so I, I do like Draymond. Uh, he put up forty seven and a half DK points in this matchup earlier. Granted, that was probably when uh, Cleveland was missing a few of those front court guys. Curry put up I think fifty in only thirty minutes of that same matchup. He's going to be the high price guy that we want to spend on. If either one of those guys sits, you roll out uh, Andrew Wiggins or Poole. Feel confident with those two guys, uh, and then I think Looney's in play either way. It's a solid value thirty eight hundred. We know how big Cleveland is. They're going to need their size. And it's the reason why I think Draymond will probably play a little over. Uh, you know, 33, 34 minutes if it stays close enough. But that's kind of what I'm looking at over there. A lot of the same stuff as you. But we'll slide over to the other side of the ball on the Cleveland team. Who are you looking at? Yeah, so, again, this is a uh, team that been, had, that's been dealing with a bunch of injuries lately. Uh, people just came back. Now they're on the back end of a back-to-back. So we'll definitely have to keep an eye on this. This starts only a half hour after the first game. So hopefully we have enough news there. But uh, Jared Allen at 7,700, if he's going to play in a full complement of minutes, he's over that concussion that he had. Under 8K at 7,7, that's a high price tag, but this is a very good matchup for him. Um, Looney isn't super physical, and they don't have anybody behind him that's uh, Allen's size. Uh, Draymond Green's playing a lot. They're going to play Toscano Anderson, who's only 6'6" in a lot of us smaller ball lineups. So I just like that price tag for him to do work if he does play and he is able to play a full complement of minutes. Um, outside of that, depending on if Sexton plays or not, Garland at 6'6", if there's no Sexton, he's pretty much uh, the the top guard there. That's not a bad price tag. Uh, if Sexton does miss, Deladova should draw another start at 3800 Very good price tag for him. Uh, if Sexton does play, I, I don't think I'll have much of either of those guys. I'll probably just stick to Jared Allen here and then uh, <clears throat> look at uh, possibly Larry Nance. Um, if Kevin Love does six, that's another guy <laughs> who's possibly going <laughs> to sit this one out. Uh, yeah, this, this is a team that all these guys have been missing time lately, so it's a crapshoot crap for who's actually going to play in the second half of a back-to-back. Crapshot. Crap uh, shot. <laughs> I, if we know Allen's going to play the minutes, yeah, lock me in. Uh, I don't mind paying the seventy-seven. I'm big. I'm very high on Nance though as well. 
Uh, I think you could play him whether or not Kevin Love plays, sits, whatever it may be. I think he's the guy that they would run out when they do decide to go small ball center. Uh, he's just a guy that can really just pad the stats. He hasn't had his chance against Golden State, but this matchup just seems like it's it's picture perfect for a guy like him. Uh, all over the place, he's going to have the opportunity for a few steals, few blocks. I can kind of see it being like one of those lower scoring games, chips in some defensive stats and sneaks away with like five assists or something, like a little bit a little bit above average on the on the assist column. So I do like Sexton, Nance, Allen. Uh, and I do think I'll cross it off at Del Vadova too. Uh, I, I like Delhi. If one of those two backcourt guys sits at 3,800, if we need the value, he's a decent option. Another guy that never really is going to be, you know, much of a huge score. Uh, but 10 assists, we still against the Orleans. I don't know exactly what he has right now. Uh, but I'm sure he's kind of chipping in and all the, he does all the dirty stuff. Um, gets the steals, gets the blocks, a couple boards, a couple assists, never going to score a ton. That's it. I don't know if I love Garland. But I just don't know when push comes to shove. I already know Curry is going to be one of my guards. Uh, I'm going to have to try to figure out if he makes the cut compared to some of these other guys that we're going to talk about. Ready to move on to the next game? Yeah, let's do it. Boston Celtics traveling to L.A., taking on the Lakers here. Uh, For the Celtics, Evan Fournier ruled out. For the Lakers, no injury report. We actually do have a game total, 212. Lakers favored by Oh, I'm sorry, Boston favored by five and a half points. So used to say, I, I would have thought it would have been the Lakers, but still missing all the bodies. We'll uh, we'll slide over to you, Santino. Boston only missing Evan Fournier in this one. Tatum coming off of a big one uh, against Portland, really just kind of decimated them. A 10 of 17 shooting, put up a total of 55 DK points, but 32 actual points. 9,400, are you going to spend up on him in this matchup? And um, yeah, he's, a, he's another option that you can look at. Uh, I do like the guards here. In, in both these matchups, but uh, <clears throat> he would be my uh, preferred forward. I mean, he, he's one of the only forwards that you're paying up for. All the other ones are, are centers or guards. I do like to go, I am leaning more towards guards here, but uh, as a contrarian type play where I know I like a lot of guards and I do want to pay up for a forward, I would go Tatum's not a bad option here, especially in this matchup. I'll probably have a lot of Kuzma, I'll probably, uh, oh, I was going to say possibly Morris, but Morris didn't play on Tuesday. I forgot to say that, so he might not even be playing on this one. They might have to go smaller. Uh, that changes the outlook, and, and that helps him anyway if, he, if he's playing a lot more against, uh, more even more against Kuzma when Kuzma has to play the four. Um, outside of him, I think Marcus Smart at 6-1 is a guy I, I think is solid, and Rob Williams at 5-8. Um, both two in decent spots. Uh, Rob Williams, even though he's splitting time with Tristan Thompson, he's still hitting value. And now that he's back under that 6K mark, he was reaching near 7K. Now that he's back under 6K, now I, I feel more comfortable going there. Uh, he's about $1,000 less than he was a week and a half ago. So uh, that's that's some good value there. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I said Marcus Smart. Usually when he plays the Lakers or something, he, he gets up for these types of matchups. Uh, and he's been playing really well lately, and he's only 6-1. I think value here is is pretty solid for him. Uh, there's not a great defender on the wings, and he doesn't really need to score the ball to to bring back value here. Um, Yeah, okay. I'm with you. As far as Tatum, I think it's uh, the contrarian. But like, if you want to spend up on power forward, you'll hear me say all the time, uh, there's slates where sometimes you just take the value. And then, you know, if there's a position that you don't like, spend up there. 
make your life easy. Uh, in that type of scenario, I'll probably build a few builds like that. I, I will have Tatum at power forward. Uh, there's another guy close to, or a little cheaper in price tag that we'll get to. Uh, that is one of my favorite plays on the slate. But uh, that's the that's the other option right there. As contrarian to that play is going to be Tatum. Uh, outside of him, you know, I, I don't mind Jalen Brown, but I, I kind of prefer Kemba. Uh, you know, two out of the past three games, Kemba's put up 40 DK points, 6,800. Point guards are a little bit, uh, a little easier to target the Lakers than any other position. Granted, uh, their defense, it's still performing. I can't say it's terrible. It's just obviously not what it is without Anthony Davis, LeBron James. Probably going to cut it off after that. I don't know if I'll go to uh, Robert Williams. Don't mind the play. Don't hate it. Uh, just not a spot where I think I'm going to use my center position on. There's uh, a couple other guys that we will get to. But you ready to move on to the Lakers? Uh, yeah, let's do it. All right. Let's talk about Andre Drummond, 6,900. <laughs> what are you doing with him? Limited minutes back to back. I was. I thought you were going more more. <laughs> say no. something else I was waiting for. That's it. it. Uh, yeah. It, this is a uh, slightly trickier one. He's only playing in the mid-20s right now, uh, and he's still teetering on value. The first couple games he, he brought back value, and then this last two uh, were kind of duds. He's only had seven total points, three of ten shooting. He's not that bad of a shot. Uh, and in this type of matchup, the Celtics are still weak in the front court. No matter what, the fantasy numbers and everything says about Rob Williams, they can still be had in the front court. 6,900, he's still in play for me, but it's not as lock and load super safe as it uh, it was when he first suited up for them. Now it's kind of, okay, what's going on here? I know he's acclimating to these new teams. Uh, he's still pretty much a top option. He's He's not playing with anybody like LeBron or AD that he never played with before, so it's getting weird. Uh, but I'll still have him in my player pool because he is super talented and his permanent numbers are still through the roof, uh, and eventually he's going to start getting it going. So I haven't actually watched watched a lot of his play on the Lakers. Has, has he been getting into foul trouble? Has it been things that have just been like keeping him out of players? Just, has he just looked terrible? Um, or the missing toenail? Could be that. Foul trouble, he's not getting some of the looks that he could get or he should be getting. I I think it's just an adjustment period uh, that a lot of people go through, and eventually it's going to be better. Especially, I think it's going to be, once LeBron and AD play, it's going to be a a new ball game for him too and and much improved and much easier looks. But uh, right now I think it's just he's trying to gel with the team and not knowing where he really fits. Hmm. Okay. Hey, listen, I love the matchup. Uh, I just, I, I worry about the minutes. I worry about, he, he's actually struggled against uh, the Celtics in the past as far as foul trouble. They kind of attack him. I think, I don't know if that's part of their strategy, but he's gotten into foul trouble against them before or uh, early on in the game. So I'm, I'm going to proceed with caution. Normally this is a smash spot that I would lock in, but I've been paying the price on Drummond playing in the last two slates. So I'm going to proceed with a little bit of caution on this one. I might just limit him to my GPPs. I don't think I'll play him in uh, in cash. Maybe single entry, I'll probably avoid him as well. Uh, we'll just have to have to cross our fingers and, and hold our breath when we play Andre Drummond until we can see I, see something. I think you're right. I think once Davis and LeBron come back, it's going to be a 10 times easier game. Uh, he basically just has to play one role. 
and that's his defense and rim run and just kind of get what's coming to him. And he will be open quite often uh, for those little dump offs. But uh, outside of him, you know, we got a couple of these other guys. I guess pretty much everybody uh, is an offensive option right now. Kyle Kuzma, Schroeder, uh, and Harrell. You know, Morris sits. We could probably expect a few more shot attempts for guys like Horton Tucker, Caldwell Pope. Uh, do any of those guys stand out to you? Um, Kuzma slightly. I think this is a solid matchup for him too. Uh, it's only six, 6,500. I mean, there's some some people around here that um, will have some other alternatives, but I, I don't mind going to him here. Taylor Horton Tucker at 5,100. I think uh, Markeith Morris, if he misses, that that means minutes for both those guys and dwindling down the line. And at 5,100, that's not a bad price tag for Tucker either. People can look at Schroeder because of the matchup. I, I think uh, Marcus Smart's probably going to be on him, and, and they'll just throw Kemba off ball maybe on Caldwell Pope. It's not like Caldwell Pope can get his own shot when he wants anyway. So uh, size advantage slightly, but I don't think that's too much of a thing there. But, yeah, those are probably the two guys that I'd be looking at, uh, Tucker and, and Kuzma. I'm looking at Tucker and Caldwell Pope. Uh, but usually Caldwell Pope is a guy I look at when I just land on him. He just rounds out my lineup. I'm not going out my way to play him. But, uh, you know, we've seen the upside. It's not going to be that upside that he had, what was it, like two, two, three games ago where he just couldn't miss. Uh, but, you know, he's probably going to give you, as long as he's playing 30-plus minutes, like an 18 to 22-point floor and a ceiling that could be anywhere between you know, 30 and 34. Uh, and you could take that at 40, uh, you know, I think what was 4,400. You ready to move on to the last game? Let's do it. Very quick oh. today. It's only four games, man. We didn't make the slate. We didn't, uh, you know, blame uh, Silver. Silver did this. So if you have one of those 45-minute commutes, I apologize. You might just have to listen twice or listen to in reverse. Sometimes you hear hidden messages. Maybe we got secret plays in there. Uh, Sacramento Kings traveling to Phoenix, taking on the Suns here. Uh, Abdul Nader, he's out for the Suns. Sacramento has yet to release their injury report. They're playing tonight. No game total, no spread. Santino, talk about these Kings for me. Yeah, so they're not going to be with Rashawn Holmes, Marvin Bagley. Uh, Buddy Heald entered Wednesday as questionable, and he was available and started. But we'll see what happens. I mean, this team is now five games behind the 10 seed. At some point, they're going to – They, I mean, they should at some point say, okay, let's see what we got in some of these young guys, um, like a Robert Woodard or – uh, me too. I like saying that. Um, just see what we got there. But right now they aren't. But this is a super tough matchup. Uh, without your starting front court, I um, uh, shouldn't even count Bagley in that. We're start without your starting center. This is not some place you want to go. Traveling to Phoenix with with one of the best and slowest teams in the one of the best teams, best defensive teams, and slowest teams in the league. I really don't want any part of this. Uh, I don't want any part of 9,700 for De'Aaron Fox, even though there's only four games. And there's, like I said, he's the second highest player on the slate, assuming Giannis doesn't play. And if he does play, he's the third highest player on the slate. Uh, but I, I just can't go there. Um, Barnes, Halliburton, not bad. I mean, if you do want to take a shot on someone, I guess it's Damian Jones, who's getting the starting nod again. And he's only three K. Or if you believe Hassan Whiteside's going to play more, He's only 3,400. Uh, if you think that they should stop playing Mo Harkless like I do, um, <laughs> then maybe you go with 
uh, Delone Wright or Terrence Davis, someone, Kyle Guy. But I, I just I think Jones and Whiteside are the only two that I can feel comfortable with going at. I'm with you. Uh, if they give Whiteside any sort of minutes, I want to play him. I, I just don't know if anybody wants to play this dude anymore. But if he gets even 15 to 20 minutes, he can easily pay off a mid-salary price tag and potentially even get you 30. Uh, we know his point per minute. Like If they just decide, hey, we're going to give him some garbage run, Sign me up, but it would probably be Jones, like you said, that would play the significant run out of the two. So I don't mind looking at him. Don't mind looking at Harkless either. Uh, just simply a value, 4K. You know, he's going to probably play close to you know 30 minutes again, um, I'm hoping. Uh, back-to-back games, he's already played 30-plus. Unfortunately, like you said, he is part of this rotation, and he's a, a fixture. I don't understand why. Uh, but as, um, uh, At some point, they're going to tell Luke, stop it. Uh, he's a free agent to be. He's a veteran there's no need to play them they're they're out of the 10 seed i i think you uh you forget when they were playing cory joseph significant minutes. <laughs> it's so, so you know, they, they so, traded cory joseph so they didn't have to play him anymore yeah well that's because they probably told luke like 11 times like dude could you stop doing it and they just couldn't control them uh he just kept doing it so they're like we just got to get rid of him on our own uh well, so maybe <laughs> i do have to say kudos to cory joseph because he's drawing the start in, in detroit now and like this guy, it's like the the Austin Powers. Why won't you die? That that line there. Like uh, he goes to a new team, you think he's just irrelevant. Now he's getting starts on Detroit, another team that should just be playing young guys. But uh, I digress. I love uh, one of my favorite memes is that I you know I'm gonna you know shame on me, Santino. You'll probably be able to help me. It's uh, the guy in the, uh, the I think Kevin Nash when he's in the wheelchair <laughs> and he's fake. Oh, you got it right, Big Diesel. Yeah. And then he pulls the blanket off, and he's got the, he just stands up. Uh, that's kind of like Corey Joseph did. Pretended like he was a 40-year-old crippled man who just couldn't play a lick of defense, and then now all of a sudden he's uh, he's starting and he's playing well. But, uh, yeah, that's it for me. Those three guys are probably all I'm looking at. You know, I assume Halliburton would probably get some decent run if it gets out of hand. You could maybe take a shot on him. Uh, and maybe DeLon Wright plays if it gets to a blowout. That would probably be like one of the you know ending courts that we'd see. It would be like Halliburton, DeLon Wright. Uh, one of those garbage centers that we're going to want some shares of. Hopefully not Harkless. This team's trash. Let's keep it moving to Phoenix. <laughs> Sorry. I, I, you know, not trash. Halliburton's one of my favorite young guys. But uh, they got so much opportunity. But then they got Luke Walton as a coach. We'll start off. I'll lead us off here. Santino. Devin Booker. He's one of my favorite plays on, on the slate. 8,700. Uh, I want some shares of D-Book. I love him in this matchup. I just always tell you. I, I always love my shooting guards going against the Kings. Why not go with one of the best shooting guards? 8,700, we got the money to spend. If this game gets out of hand, it's probably going to be a lot to do with uh, with Devin Booker shooting. Actually, I, I guess I, I don't need to comfortably say that. They spread the ball around pretty well. It could really be Jay Crowder that just murders them again. Uh, but either way, I think Devin Booker, you're probably looking at a floor of like 35 uh, which obviously would hurt you, but there's going to be some money to leave on the table on this slate. Like you said, based on how you're game scripting some of these games, you're going to have to get some shares in the one game that you feel uncomfortable about, no matter what. Uh, you're going to have to. And I don't mind getting some shares on the Phoenix side. Rather not do it on the Sacramento side. So uh, I'll go with some Devin Booker. Don't mind DeAndre Ayton at 6,700 either. Outside of those two guys, you know, it's always the wing guys that we could take shots on. I think Crowder just had his game, so maybe you avoid that one. But at 4,400, same price as Caldwell Pope, but a different position. He makes for a good pivot. Yeah, I love Booker. Uh, he's one of my favorite plays on the slate. I like Paul, not as much, um, <clears throat> and I do like some point guards here. So 
Um, don't know how much exposure I'll get, but good matchup for him as well. Aiton, very good matchup. There's no Rashawn Holmes. There is only Whiteside and Damian Jones, who's already on his third team this year. Uh, so <laughs> if you're going to expect DeAndre Aiton to have a, a good game, this is the game to do it. Um, as long as it can stay close. Jay Crowder, 4,400, solid. Uh, Cam, if you think it's a blowout, Cam Johnson, Dario Saric to get more more minutes. I'd like Saric uh, regardless. It's just a good matchup. The front court is depleted. Uh, hopefully he sees about 20 because he'll bring back value if he sees 20 minutes. And yeah, I, I, this is a team that I can expect to, for myself to have lots of uh, shots in. Exactly. I'm glad we're on the same page. All right. Well, that brings us home. So we just got to get through these wonderful player tiers, my good friend. I'll let you lead us off because I'm always a gentleman. Give me your high price stud. Give me your, your high tier guy. Yeah, and I think just uh, Booker just mentioned him at 8,700. He's going against the Kings. Uh, the Kings just are the Kings. Uh, they, they had that five-game Kings. winning streak, and they looked good, and now they're just losing and losing and losing. <laughs> as long as it stays close, uh, he should he should hit at least value. I'm feeling like a like a, a 35 actual or 36 actual Devin po- uh, point game for Book. Uh, I, I was going to pick him. I, I love him on this slate. So if I'm not going to go with him, I'll avoid the super studs, you know, the the cop out and Steph Curry. I'll go Drew Holiday at 84. I think another rock solid option, uh, point guard and shooting guard eligible. Being dual eligibility always helps too. So how about that mid-tier range? Uh, under 75, where are you going? So uh, if Trey doesn't play, I think Bogdanovich just makes a lot of sense. Just in cash, GPP, he's just super safe. Uh, he's going to be running the mill there at seven two, uh, <clears throat> so that would be. I'll do a high guy just in case Trey doesn't play because every time we, a lot of times we do, I say who I like, and then all of a sudden this slate is literally turned upside down by the the start of the the slate there. Uh, but that'd be the higher priced guy and a lower priced guy. Uh, there's not a lot to love in the mid tier range, but um, I think it could sl- slide back down to DeAndre Ayton. I just that whole game. Uh, there is not a center on the opposite team that can really guard him. You do this to me every time. You know that, right? You you know you're only supposed to give one mid tier guy. You always have to I'm give going two. on the higher end and, and then, the lower. Uh, actually, they're only five hundred like, apart. Yeah, it's, so not even, it's not even apart. You're just like, <laughs> let me just take the guy that he's going to pick. You know, uh, not like he just said how much he loves his sons or nothing. Yeah, I was going to go with DeAndre. Sure Ayton. Uh, but since uh, since Santino. Just likes to you know not follow the rules and pick seven players when he's supposed to pick three. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll slide. I'll slide <laughs> the rules. I'll slide down to. Uh, I'll go to my boy. Hmm, that's like the lower range. We'll go. We'll go with Kevin Werder. I like Kevin Werder at this. I think he's going to be herder. the sheep herder. Uh, just for the same reasons you said, Bogdanovich. I think Kevin Werder is going to be a guy that he just always flies under the radar. He's got that solid floor, and I think this could be one of his ceiling type games. Just again, you want to beat Milwaukee, you want to do it from behind the three point line. So not the best. Eh, he's not terrible in cash, uh, but better suited probably for your GPPs. Just trying to capture some of that upside. All right, buddy. Value play. Uh, what's the value? Does it matter? You're going to say four guys anyway. <laughs> <laughs> what do you what are you capping to that? <laughs> Whatever you want, buddy. You're just making the rules. I'll, I'll throw two. I'll throw two guys. A higher yeah, guy, Brandon so. Goodwin. 
Lower guy, and I won't even say anything. Lower guy, white side. All right. <laughs> no, thanks. All right. Uh, Brady Goodwin, that's a solid option. You can't go wrong with him, especially if what's-his-name gets ruled out. Uh, Trey Young, what's-his-name. I'll go with <laughs> Delvadova in case one of those backcourt guys uh, over there in Cleveland get ruled out. And I'll give the caveat play in case they both play. Oh, you're, doing a, you're doing a second guy. Oh, my God. Yeah, well, now I just, I mean, we might as well just name everybody. Um, no, just, it's, this is a caveat play. See, at least I say, hey, if he doesn't play, I'll give some. That's else. what I said about Bogdanovich. If Trey Young plays, he, uh, people uh, heard. Uh, people heard. The people. <laughs> <laughs> they can't lie. You can't lie. The people heard. Uh, we'll go more Harkless at 4K. Uh, if I have to play and stomach anybody over there, I want it to be somebody that's cheap. Who is going to at least play some some decent minutes? But that takes us home, my friend. That, that is it. There's no nope. You can't name any more players, Santino. We're done. Oh, I'm uh, good. Hey, I but, named them. <laughs> but if you want to give us a follow, you can find me at Mike Patria. M I K E A P O T R I A. You can find Santino at Santino Cacone. S A N T I N O C A C C O N E. Give us a follow, and then when you're done with that, hit up Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, wherever you're listening. Give us a thumbs up, five-star review. It's greatly appreciated. Let us know how we're doing. Uh, anything else we'd want to see that we think that you, we can do better uh, or maybe things you want to see added, let us know. We're here to improve and get better for you guys. So that's it. And what else we got, Santino? We're doing another DFS contest this week. It was so much fun last week. Uh, be Bucky, you you still have yet to direct message me on Twitter. I have a gift for you. I want to give it to you. But uh, you know, hey, if uh, if the message does not come, we will uh, we will regift, I guess. But this uh, this Friday, Santino wants to do Thursday. Do you want to tell the people why you want to do Thursday, Santino? Do you want to, do you want to tell them what what you're doing right around lineup locks on Friday? I'm walking the pup, man. Friday's he's, not my day, <laughs> not my lineup lock day. He's got such a strict pup pup routine, such a strict it's my, dog it's my walking pup routine day on Friday. So I don't think. The one day that I'm not um, like all over it around lineup block is the day that you're choosing to do these, and it's eh. <laughs> it's an advantage for all you listeners. Santino's baked in excuse for when you smoke him uh, <laughs> that, that he didn't have time to to sit there and do it because he had to walk his dog. You know, not not like he could stop for a second. Like the, they're not on like a constant moving I, treadmill or anything. We, we go. It's it's Friday, so it's a long it's a long nighttime play date. Party. Okay, it sounds kind of weird. Whatever you and your dog are doing on your nighttime play dates, but uh, go to yeah, the park and have fun, bud. That's a, that's what we do. All right. Well, if you guys want to have fun with Santino and his dog at the park late at night, <laughs> uh, you could do that, or you could just jump in the DFS contest that we'll have this Friday. Uh, it's gonna be a good time. Uh, we get about twenty-five people. We might spread it to thirty a little bit, but the only thing is, it's one that I am hosting myself, so it needs to fill. Otherwise, it does not go. We filled it pretty quickly last time, so I'm confident we will this time again. But you'll see me tweet out the link. You'll see Santino probably tweet it out. Hoopball will tweet it out uh, right around maybe Thursday night, early Friday morning. So then jump in there, guys. Reserve your seat. Take your shot. The winner will get a special prize from me. Hopefully you like it. Hopefully you don't hate it. And that is all. But we will be back tomorrow. It's going to be the wonderful Dave Menkoff handling his biz. Santino and I are off. But we will be floating around. We'll be hanging out in the Discord. Answers to questions, stuff like that. But anything else you want to say before we take off, man? No, I think we covered it. Yep, I think that's all. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Let's go out there. Let's take down some tournaments.
This has been a Hoop Ball presentation.